Don't touch that dial. Grab your magic wand instead. It's time for Magic and the Law of Attraction with Madame Pamita. Episode 58. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Madame Pamita, and you're listening once again to Magic and the Law of Attraction, the podcast where you'll learn how to transform your life in magical ways to make it the very best that it can be. Welcome to episode 58 of Magic and the Law of Attraction, getting started with protection magic. Spiritual protection is one of the oldest forms of magic. For most of history, people have felt the need to protect themselves from physical things like accidents, weather, animals, and other people. Uh, People have also felt the need to spiritually protect themselves from emotional harm, grief, heartbreak, gossip, loss of reputation. And they've also protected themselves spiritually against spiritual things such as bad luck or the evil eye, curses, hexes, jinxes, negative entities, or just general negativity. There are so many things that we could potentially need protection from and so many ways to protect yourself. It can get a little confusing. However, in this episode, I'll be going over some protection magic basics and that are very powerful and sharing some of my favorite easy to do protection spells, charms, and recipes. This episode is a must listen. Whether you wanna arm yourself with this information for later use or you wanna use it right now, you will not wanna miss this one. But before we dive in, I wanna tell you about the workshops that I have. Each month, I hold a workshop on the first Sunday of the month. The series is called The First Sunday's Witchcraft Workshops, and it takes place on the first Sunday of every month at 5 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, and 8 p.m. Eastern. These two-hour Zoom workshops offer deep knowledge and a chance to develop your magical skills. Plus, you can ask me questions and connect with me about some amazing topics. The series starts on February 5th with Candle Magic Foundations, which is a beginning Candle Magic class. Then on March 5th, we'll be doing Candle Magic Mastery, and that's going into the secrets of complex candle spells. And April 5th, we'll be doing Ceromancy, the secrets of candle wax reading. May, Capnomancy and Pyromancy, secrets of candle smoke and flame reading. In June, we'll be doing summer solstice magic. July will be moon magic. August will be about mastering the pendulum for divination, spirit contact, and more. September will be about past lives. Are you an old soul? We can discover your past lives in September. October will be about spiritualism and seances and how to contact the spirit world. November is Ligatura month uh, with the art of witches, ladders, and not magic. And December is winter solstice magic, pagan and folk magic traditions from around the world. If you'd like to sign up for these workshops, you can do that now. All of them are live and you can register for them now. Just go to witchcraftworkshops.com and click on the ones you want to register. I would love to see you in these workshops. They're so much fun and they are such deep knowledge. All right, well, let's talk about protection magic. 
there are so many forms of protection magic. We can use spells, we can create charms or talismans, we can use incantations. There are so many ways that we can um, create uh, magic that protects us against things that are unwanted. Well, what kind of things are unwanted? Well, first of all, we might want to protect ourselves spiritually from physical harm. That can mean protecting the body, maybe protecting yourself if you're in a dangerous situation from getting harmed, um, protecting your property, it could be your place that you live, maybe your possessions like your car or something valuable. Um, maybe it's protecting your money. Maybe it's protecting something like your job or something intangible. Um, we can also, you know, invite protection from people. You know, maybe there's menacing people around us or Maybe we're in the wilderness and we're potentially going to be around dangerous animals or weather. Maybe we are in a situation where there is a potential for an accident of some kind. We might want to protect ourselves from that. So there's lots of reasons people do physical protection magic. We might also want to do magic from emotional harm. Emotional harm can be, as I mentioned earlier, protection from grief or heartbreak. You know, you don't want um, to be sad about something and you want to get rid of something. Maybe it's protection from uh, your from gossip. Somebody's bad mouthing you or they're, um, you know, saying something nasty or negative or lying about you. You might want to protect yourself against that. Um, you might want to protect your position or your reputation, something not tangible, but definitely something that is um, emotionally harmful. So those are all kinds of emotional protection you might want to do. Spiritual harm, that's probably the biggest one that people think of when they think of protection magic. This is protection against things like uh, curses or hexes or jinxes, protection from the evil eye, which is just someone giving you a jealous glance and then you take on that negativity. You might want protection from just general negativity out there in the world, or maybe there are negative entities, negative spirits that you're trying to protect yourself from. Could be as simple though as something like protection from bad luck or bad, bad streak of luck, you know, something like that. So there's lots of times that we will need protection in our life. So that's why this magic is so important. And to have this knowledge is so important because you can protect yourself pretty much in any situation, you can add some spiritual protection. Now, when I, I made an important, important distinction there, I said, add some spiritual protection. Protection magic is never a replacement for material world protection. Just like I would never say to you, do a spell instead of going to a healthcare provider of some kind. You always want to do these things hand in hand, protection magic and taking care to lock your doors, you know, be safe, make good choices and so on. Those things will help one another, but it does really no good to do protection magic and then do something super crazy. It just is, um, you're just uh, sort of tempting fate in that way. So you want to make sure that your protection magic does not replace your material world protection, that you continue to do your material world protection, hopefully, and that you bring your protection magic as an extra layer. Sometimes we don't have that option of doing some material world thing, but in particular, when we're dealing with spiritual issues, if we have a curse or hacks or something like that, that's going on, we want to get rid of it and we want to protect against that, then, you know, spiritual protection will be the first line of defense, but certainly in the material world or these other areas where there is a, a way that you can protect yourself, you want to bring that in as well. 
Now, when it comes to protection magic, we want to make sure that we're doing protection magic regularly. It's much easier to do protection magic against a curse, a hex, um, something negative, rather than clean it up and then have to do the protection. So it takes away that extra step of having to clean up if you're doing protection magic regularly. Now, what do I mean by regularly? Well, in a normal life where everything seems to be going pretty good, I would say doing a protection activity, a spell, a little spell, it doesn't have to be a big one, but doing one you know, once a month should be sufficient. You don't need to do it all the time. You don't need to constantly be looking over your shoulder or wondering. However, if you sense that you're being attacked in some way, or there is some danger in your life, you can add more spells and do it more often. Some people, for example, put on protection, powerful protection oil daily if they're in a situation that's a crisis situation, but that for a normal everyday day-to-day thing, you do not need to add protection magic daily. You can do it very infrequently and still be protected. So if we're thinking about doing protection magic, we want to know, well, what can we do? There are lots of tools for protection and I'm going to be going over some of my favorite ones, but these are by no means an exhaustive list of items. This list is, um, you know, just the basics to get you started, but you can go in and find more of all these wonderful tools that will help protect you and keep you safe and spiritually protected. So the first one that comes to mind is crystals. So crystals are great because they are easy. You can carry a crystal in your in your pocket or your handbag. You can place it on an altar or place it somewhere in your home. You can put it on your desk at work. I mean, there's a lot of ways that you can use crystals and nobody necessarily is any the wiser that you're using the, that crystal for protection. Some of my favorite crystals I'm going to share, there's lots of crystals that are used for protection, but there are some that I am uh, particularly attracted to. And I'm going to share, you my, share my favorites with you so that you um, have that list. And you can start there and do your research. Look in one of the many crystal books. We sell lots of crystal books at our shop, Parlor of Wonders, but look in any crystal book and you'll find lots more as well. First one I want to share is obsidian. Those black crystals are fantastic like obsidian because they absorb negativity. So if you're in a place that is kind of bristling with some negative energy, bring in obsidian and or any of the black stones. We're going to talk about a couple more. Um, those are really, really great for drawing in and um, containing and uh, reformatting that negativity so that you don't have to deal with it. So it protects you by absorbing the negativity that already exists. Hematite has that same quality. It's a very grounding stone. It's dark, kind of shimmering gray, a little, sometimes can be a little um, almost iridescent gray black. Um, Hematite is also very absorbing, can really take on a lot of negativity and um, absorb it. So if you're in a negative environment, that's another great one to use. Another one that's one of my absolute favorites is amber. Amber is um, pet, it's petrified um, tree sap, basically. Amber is a beautiful stone. It's like my family stone, what we um, use traditionally in the part of Ukraine that my family's from. 
Amber was used as a tool for protection and we would wear it as necklaces, rings, jewelry, and so on, but mostly as necklaces. So sometimes you'll see me wearing an amber necklace. This is great because it's not only beautiful, it's a very warming stone. It's um, It's got this kind of, almost I feel like it's got a little bit of a hug to it, like it's hugging you and protecting you. The amber energy is gorgeous. Believe it or not, amethyst is great for protection. We often think of am amethyst as being a love stone or um, higher consciousness stone, but it is also great for protection. It really is um, often called in for psychic protection, and I love that energy. So if you're being psychically attacked or you need to just sort of cleanse, clear, and um, protect yourself, amethyst will work beautifully. Black tourmaline, probably black tourmaline is one of the most famous protection stones. Black tourmaline is phenomenal for, again, black stone, drawing in the energy, absorbing it and taking it in. Remember that the color black is about absorption. It absorbs light. So it absorbs any negativity that comes in. And so it's a fantastic stone for that. Bloodstone is another strong stone. It's really got an energy of um, protection. Bloodstone um, has this quality of like fiery um, protection to it. And so that's a great one for doing that. Clear quartz, Typical clear quartz, everybody's probably got one. Clear quartz is great for protection. It breaks it up and scatters it, sends it away. So if you want your, your kind of crystalline, clear, cleansed energy, you can bring a clear quartz into the scenario and you'll have great um, fortune with that. Citrine is great. Citrine is great as an overall protection zone, but in particular, it's great for protecting your finances, your possessions, your material world items. So like if you want to protect your home, your car, your money, your bank account, whatever, citrine can be great for that. Howlite is another one that's very protective. I love howlite. It's this white stone with little gray veins going through it. It's a beautiful stone that's used for protection. Again, has that clearing and cleansing energy along with the protection. Jasper is also fantastic. And there's lots of different kinds of jasper, lots of different colors of jasper. Jasper is really good, strong, energetic, kind of puts a ring of fire around and really keeps out the negativity. Labradorite is another one that's fantastic for protection. Beautiful shimmering iridescent labradorite beautiful for protection and you can bring that in it protects against um what i want to call like bad intentions if you have somebody that's got bad intentions or gossiping about you or doing something like that that labradorite will dispel that moonstone is another one that's great moonstone is um good in particular for psychic protection so if you have psychic vampires people that are trying to steal your energy moonstone is fantastic for that if you have you feel as if someone is getting into your head in particular like i can't stop obsessing about this person in a negative way maybe it's an enemy or somebody that you know you just can't let it go moonstone can be very very good for that and dispelling that negativity selenite selenite is one that we use as a tool for purifying and protecting our other items so we can have a selenite slab and really charge and protect other things so for example if you want to charge Let's say you have a ritual tool of some kind and you want to charge it with this energy of protection. Putting on selenite is a great way for doing that. Shungite is another one that's great for protection. It protects against um, things like EMF and um, electromagnetic frequencies, things that you are not wanting on that invisible level but are negative or may cause you some harm. You can use shungite for that. Smoky quartz. Smoky quartz is like a, a cloud of invisibility to keep your uh, keep you invisible from your enemies. Tiger's eye. Imagine having a tiger 
um, protecting you. That's what Tiger Eye is about. It's a really about getting that strong energy of like, leave this person alone to negative en entities, uh, people, whatever negativities out there. Last one, great, great crystal. And you all have it in your house. Unless you have high blood pressure, then you might not have it in your house. What am I talking about? Salt. Salt is, is you know, cheap, available everywhere. It is a crystal. It is a mineral and it dissolves in water. So it's really a wonderful, you know, tool for getting rid of negativity. You can get salt in sea salt, pink Himalayan salt, table salt, kosher salt, black lava salt, which is the one I recommend, Thursday salt, which is a Slavic magical practice. I mean, there's all different kinds of salts that you can use. And we're going to talk about using those in baths in just a second. But sprinkling salt around is a great way to protect property or to create some protection energy. Now, besides crystals, shells can also be protective. In particular, the one that I'm thinking of is the cat's eye shell. So cat's eye shell looks like a, kind of looks like an animal eye, but it's the it, shell that covers the opening um, of another shell that looks like a snail shell. So these little creatures that live inside this snail-like shell, if they want to close up that bottom, they pull themselves in and they pull this little other shell that's round and looks like a cat's eye to close up that opening. That cat's eye shell is like an eye that's looking out for you and prevents harm from coming to you. It's also reflective of the evil eye. So if you have a cat's eye shell, you can place them above your doorway, you can wear it as jewelry, and it deflects the evil eye, which is that those jealous glances that can then cause us bad luck and harm. Herbs can be used. Oh my gosh, so many ways herbs that can be used in magic and in protection magic. They can be burned as incense. They can be ingested in food or drink. They can be applied to your body. They can be added to a charm bag or added to a candle spell. Or you can grow plants in a pot in your house or in your yard. So lots of ways and lots of different herbs that we can use. Incense is a great tool for protection because when we burn incense, it goes into every nook and cranny of our home. We can put incense smoke on ourselves if we're not um, sensitive to smoke. We can incense a space indoors or, out, so, or outdoors with smoke and really put in a real energy of protection in an area. So there are some herbs that are fantastic for protection that are found in incense. And I'll list them off. Cedar's great, cinnamon, clove, frankincense, the most you know known incense, dragon's blood, juniper, lavender, mint, mugwort, myrrh, pine, rosemary, sage, wormwood, yerba santa. I mean, there's so many. Many of these we can find in herb bundles, sometimes popularly called smudge sticks. These herb bundles can be lit and burned and you're just burning the herb directly. Like for example, at Parlor of Wonders, we have yerba santa, we have wormwood, sage, rosemary, pine, we have myrrh, we have mugwort, we have mint, we have lavender, we have juniper, we have dragon's blood, we have frankincense, we don't have clove, we don't have cinnamon, we do have cedar. Cinnamon and clove you can find in the Japanese incense that we sell and that can also be used. So there's lots of ways to very easily put that energy of protection in your space. Plants can be planted around the home or in the home in potted plants or in your yard or in your garden. 
Basil is amazing for protection of the home. Lavender will also protect the home. Vetiver, rose, aloe, aloe vera plants, spiky. Anything spiky is really good for protection. Roses have thorns. Aloe has spikes. Cactuses, lots of spikes on them. The dragon palm, which is where we get dragon's blood, is from the dragon palm, also very protective. And snake plant is also protective. That's one with like spiky spiky little fronds sticking up. So that's also very, very protective. So plant one of these plants in your home and you've already got automatic protection. Now with plants, we can also add them to foods or make teas out of them. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to be sharing my special tea recipe for protection tea. And you can make that at home and I'll be telling you ways that you can use it. So teas, fennel, look for these ingredients in teas and food, fennel, garlic, ginseng, lavender, mint, peppers, really good. Peppers are really good. Raspberry, rosemary, sage. All of these can be used in food or teas. I wouldn't have garlic tea necessarily, but you can add garlic to your food. These are all great and beautifully protective. Say your blessing over the tea or over the food and then take it into your body and you are protected. Many of these herbs also come in essential oils and they are found in uh, essential oil blends like my powerful protection oil. So if you you know find an essential oil that you like and you want to work with it, just dilute it, um, add nine parts of a carrier oil, one part of the essential oil, and you can apply that to your body or add it to a bath, lots of ways, that, or add it to a candle, lots of ways that you can work with essential oils. We can also work with waters. We can create a spray that we spray around our house. And this is what I call a smokeless incense. This is great if you can't tolerate smoke or don't desire smoke in your house. So to create a spray, you can either make a tea or what we call an infusion with one of the herbs, let it cool down, put it in a spray bottle or sprinkle it around your house. You know, we call it asperging when we sprinkle it around. Um, you can also take an essential oil and put it in water and sh- or alcohol and shake it and then spray it around your home. Whenever you spray anything around your home, just be careful if you're spraying on light colored fabric that you don't stain your fabric. That's the only thing you want to think about. Now with these waters, we can also take a bath. How do we do that? We add herbs and sea salt and Epsom salt to a bath and now you've created a spiritual bath. It's a beautiful way of working. Soaps are a very easy way to do protection magic. There's protection soap like dragon's blood soap that we sell, dragon's blood soap that we sell, or powerful protection soap that we sell. These soaps can be used just like you use your regular soap in the shower, the bath, or on your hands. And when you do it, you say a prayer of protection and it supports your intention. Now, when it comes to things like charms, amulets, things that we can use, tools that we can use, the first one that comes to mind for me is a mirror. Mirrors deflect anything that is unwanted. In particular, if you find a convex mirror that looks like it bubbles out a little bit, those convex mirrors will send negativity away. Often we find this in feng shui where people have convex mirrors facing out to deflect negativity, but we see it in a lot of magical practices. Mirrors facing away from you will deflect the negativity away from you. That also goes for glitter. Glitter is little mirrors. So if you're doing a candle spell, you can add some glitter and you can up the ante on that negativity being sent away. We can create amulets, things like necklaces, rings, uh, bracelets, 
earrings even, uh, mojo bags, uh, Indian head pennies are amulets that you can carry or carry in a mojo bag for protection. Um, Motanka, a Motanka is a spirit doll that you can use to protect your home. It's your ancestors protecting your home. You can make knots that are for protection. The perfect example of that is the red string around the left wrist. That knot is for protection and the red string is for protection. So that's another amulet that you can use for protection. Uh, the Hamsa hand is, or the evil eye charm is another form of magic to protect you. And so you can um, get a, you know, a Hamsa hand charm or an evil eye charm and wear that or carry it with you. A horseshoe is another one to bring good luck and keep bad luck away. Having iron in your house can also be used for keeping negativity away. Things like nails can be used to keep negativity away. Even a nail on your altar can be used to protect your spell. So that's another way we can um, do that. We have some fabulous nails in, in the shop that are gorgeous forged nails that are just beautiful for being on your altar as a charm to protect against negativity. Evil eye charms, as I mentioned earlier, we've got tons of those. We've got trays that have evil eye stuff on it. We've got matches. I mean, we've got lots of that at the shop, but you can find evil eye charms everywhere and you can use that to protect yourself. We can also use color to protect ourselves. Now there's two main colors of protection, black and white. Black is, is like a cloak of invisibility to protect yourself from anyone seeing you, anyone seeing what you're doing. It's like everything is hidden. And that's why I love working with black when it comes to protection. White is also great for clearing away the negativity and creating that bright light that, that casts away the negativity. So white or black, when you use your candles, I always lean on black first, but white can also be a color that we use when we do our candle work for protection. Um, speaking of candles, uh, candles, there are lots of candles that can be used for protection. In fact, any candle in black can be used for protection. So for example, if you wanted to protect a relationship, you could use a black heart candle or figural candles to protect the relationship. The ones that look like people can be used for that. But there are some candles that are particularly for protection. The number one is the gargoyle candle. So that gargoyle protection spell is like a dragon that is protecting the energy of whatever it is that you are wanting to protect, your property, your home, yourself, whatever. Gargoyle protection is like a dragon, like having a dragon on a leash that is protecting you. Nobody's going to mess with you if you have a dragon. So that gargoyle protection spell is great for that. We also have a Hamsa hand um, that can be used for uh, protection, that beautiful hand of protection against the evil eye. A black hawk candle can be used for uh, protecting against institutional problems. So if you're facing an institution like a legal system, um, justice system, uh, a school that is not treating you well, an organization that is not treating you well, um, and you need protection from an organization or an institution, the black hawk candle is very good for that. The Seal of Solomon candle, also very protective. The uncrossing candle is very protective as well, particularly if it's in black. We can also use the devil head candle to drive away the devil or to get rid of negativity or get rid of evil, and that's a great one to use. Likewise, the guardian angel candle can also be used. The angel candle, if you get it in black as a guardian angel, that's a beautiful one to use. 
The psychic cat candle can be used for psychic protection. So you get a black psychic cat candle and you would use that for psychic protection if you're getting psychic attacks. And the howling wolf candle, like a dog, you know, that's going to howl and protect you and warn you about any harm that's coming your way. You can get that howling wolf candle and that can be very good for protection. The Domovic candle, which is your ancestor spirit candle, is beautiful for protection. The Domovic protects the home. And so if you want to protect your home, a Domovic candle is great for that. Lastly, we have the double action curse reversal candle. So you can get a curse reversal spell kit to send that negativity back to where it came from and to protect yourself, a beautiful way to work. And if you want to add protection to any spell, maybe you're doing a love spell, but you want to add protection to it or a money spell, but you want to add protection to it. There's a protection booster pack that you can add to the candle spell. And so that works great for adding the element of protection to an otherwise spell that's about another topic. So in a minute, I'm going to tell you the recipe for my favorite protection potion. But before I do that, I want to share a little something that we offer here at the Parlor of Wonders. We have new moon and full moon spell kits. 2023 is here and it could be your most magical year yet. If you want to make some amazing magic with me all year round, well, you can do that with the new moon candle spell kits and the full moon spell kits. Each month, I offer two very special once-in-a-lifetime spell kits. They don't get repeated. We change things every time, so they're never repeated. And these kits can build your skills, and you can have fun and do magic along with me. The new moon spells are candle spells that coincide with each new moon. And uh, the full moon spells coincide with the full moons. New moon spells are candle spells. Full moon spells are non-candle spells. So whether you want to do more candle magic or some other kinds of magic or both, you can do that. So check out all the new moon candle spells by going to newmoonspells.com. And you can check out the full moon spells by going to fullmoonspell.com. So check them out, order them, and come make some magic with me. All right, talking about making magic, let's make some protection potion. So we have at our shop protection potion, the protection potion spell kit. It can be used in so many ways, but you can also make your own protection potion by looking at the ingredients and putting them together yourself tricky, huh? What do we do with a protection potion? Well, we can drink it obviously to protect against jinxes and curses and protect you from harm. We can serve it to someone else with or without their knowledge to protect them from negativity of all kinds. Maybe you have kids in the home or maybe you don't want to worry somebody, but you want them to be protected. You can serve this tea to them. You can create a protection tea party. Why not? And you can do a little ritual where you and your loved ones drink protection potion together to support one another. You can also use this protection potion in ways that don't involve drinking it. You can make the tea as an infusion and then you can sprinkle or spray it around your home or your property or something that you want protected. You could just add that unsweetened potion to a spray bottle and spray it in the air around you, just avoiding any light colored cloth that might get stained by the tea. You can also add this infusion to bath water to make a powerful protection bath. Or you can simply use the herbs in the potion and sprinkle them around your home without making an infusion. So there's lots and lots of ways that you can work with this. So here's the recipe for my protection potion. And you can 
buy the protection potion kit and do it this way or you can make a tea or have pick out one or two of these ingredients and make a tea yourself so first um, we have organic fennel so fennel protects you from harmful institutions and also protects you from mischievous spirits we have organic flax flax seed is for protection from spells and from harmful spirits as well fenugreek fenugreek organic fenugreek protects your money and your possessions organic licorice allows you to control your enemies and prevent them from harming you so it kind of strengthens your power and adds an extra layer of protection and lastly we have organic peppermint in there organic peppermint is for protection from enemies for uncrossing and to keep harmful negative entities away so there you have it my favorite recipe for protection tea protection potion i love it you've brewed that tea you say a blessing over it and then you drink it or you use it as you as we described earlier any of those ways well that about does it for this episode of magic and the law of attraction if you would like to get even more info about protection magic then check out the learn page over at the parlor of wonders where you will find a ton of free resources including workshops blog posts, how-to guys, how-to videos, past podcast episodes, and the way to join me live over Zoom for the Magic Q&A Tea Party, which takes place every Sunday, except for Sunday, at 5 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Just go to parlorofwonders.com and click on the Learn tab to see all the goodies there. Thank you to all the Spell Squad members out there who have subscribed to and shared this podcast with your friends. Thank you to the fabulous folks who have left reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you to Jill Navarre for production and engineering. Thank you to Manfred Hofer for announcing. And thank you to you for joining me. Whether you are here with me live or listening on the podcast, I am looking forward to seeing you next episode when we'll be answering the question. Well, it's not a question. We'll be learning about how speeding up magical results. I guess the question is, how do I speed up my magical results? But yes, until next time, this is Madame Pamita saying, keep making your life the most magical adventure ever. Be the best.